Do you hear that, Frank? Yes. That's our theme song that we didn't talk about last week. Nikes, how about that theme song, Frank? How about that rapid fade out? <laughs> I didn't do it. It did it on its own. I know. How about that? Welcome back to... Oh, shit. Uh, well, okay, sorry. I totally blew our entire intro, but we're going to leave it in anyway. This is real yeah. life. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Nerds of Unusual Origin. I am your host, Steve, joined by my co-host... The train wreck, Frank. Derailed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's going on buddy not much how you doing oh i'm wonderful yeah i know it's it's uh so it's been a hot minute since last we recorded i've been dealing with some issues <laughs> I think not we, covid <laughs> yeah not covid related issues here too um uh so i'll, I'll do my issue first because it should be pretty short and sweet uh last week i i I took a bit of a digger on my one wheel and, and rolled my ankle over and partially tore a tendon. So, uh, yeah, otherwise known as a pretty bad sprain. So I really sprained my ankle and yeah, I was just and laid you up record on in a basement. So yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, so yeah, up, you know, stairs wasn't going to happen and whatever, you know, uh, so that totally was, get it. yeah, that was my week hobbling around on crutches and, and whatnot. Yeah, as for me, I uh, I didn't have that issue. My computer died. Yes. And I had to buy a new computer, and here we are now. Yep. I bought a, you know, new Apple One. Apple One? No. Nope. I bought a new M1 Mac Mini. <laughs> say the Apple One. Dude, we're going back. Like, what is that? Like, 1980? You know, 81. For was the, there an Apple one? Yeah. Well, there was an Apple two. So, yes, there was definitely an Apple one. Go ahead. Google that. Google that. It's hilarious. I'm Googling it right now. The Apple one. Apple one. Mm-hmm. Computer. Mm-hmm. There's, there's uh, a incredibly good picture of uh, Waz and, and Steve Jobs sitting next to an Apple one. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, dude. It's just a board. <laughs> yeah, it's a board with, like, you know, basically a, a tiny-ass little CRT uh, hooked up to it and uh, a very rudimentary keyboard. So, What's that say? All I see is the word Byte Shop. Uh, depends on what image you're looking at. but uh, I'm looking at Steve Jobs looking at the camera and Wozniak looking down at the board. Right, okay, yep. This is something bite shop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Oh, oh, hold uh, on, hold on. Oh, oh. I found another one. Oh, I can't even see it. We're not even bothering. Ah, okay. Derailed. So anyway, uh, 1976, Apple One. That's so, ridiculous. Yes, yeah. Look where it is right now. Yeah, here we are. App Apple Silicon. Yep, I know. We wouldn't be the podcast we are if we didn't talk about what we were drinking tonight. Frank, yes. do you have anything good? All right. I'm breaking laws and ripping claws. I got a white claw. Is it a white claw? Actually, hang on a second. It's another hard seltzer, you know, trying to cut down trying to cut down on the carbies. Oh, no, no, no. It's a Seagram's watermelon lime hard seltzer. You are basic AF. Oh, shit, yes. I even got facial hair now. Look at that. I know, I know. It's crazy. It actually it's so so I'm so since I'm back down in the basement now, I'm recording on my ancient iMac, which has a, a webcam that's the equivalent of what you'd see in a cell phone in two thousand and two. So you can't tell, but it's full. It's full. I mean it's all different colors still, but it's full. So I'm Some pretty grays in there. Yeah, oh oh god, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I, I'm 37 and I have two children. Yes, there are gray hairs. That's why I shave my head right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> the, the amount of gray hairs that started showing after, you know, my kids. Get it over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the, it's delicious, by the way. These, uh, the Seagram's ones, pretty decent. Not going to lie. So what are you drinking? I am going um, kind of hard because I just want to get rid of the beer in my fridge. Okay. I'm drinking the uh, Alchemist Fulkelbanger. Wow, that's some pretty cool can art. Paint a word picture there, Steve. It's a, a guy wearing some alchemy goggles, sniffing a, a can of the can that I'm drinking currently. And oh. it's just one of those like never-ending so things. It's, of it's like canception? Yeah, it's basically a scientist sniffing a beer can. Okay. And there's hops flying out of his ears. Yep. And and in extremely large letters around the top of the can, it says "Drink from the can!" exclamation point, because you yes. need instructions. For anybody that's not from the New England area, Alchemist is one of the first uh, craft breweries that does like high ABV IPAs. Um, not the first to do IPAs, but like the first to mass produce them and for a really long time both this beer and heady topper were really hard to get outside of their brewery um and it, they only had a limited amount it it's a uh, it's since gotten a lot easier that you can get it all over new england but it, it's it's been a commodity for a long time i know for quite a while people would go up to vermont before following fish around on tour and buy cases upon cases over the course of like two weeks. That's fish and then with a sell pH. them. Yeah, we're not we're not talking about blub blubs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they they would sell these beers for like an extraordinary price. And that's how they would fund being able to go on tour with fish. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. Either way, I'll let you listen to this can pop because That was a good pop. That was a delicious pop. I can get behind that. You know, it's been a hot minute since I've drank a beer, now that I think about it. Yeah. Pretty much just uh... rocking the seltzers, and um, God, what did I drink the other night? Oh, I had a Jameson. Oh, and me and my wife have started started pounding uh, dirty martinis as our, like, uh, communal drink kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Well, what do you want to talk about tonight? Okay. Well, you know, obviously we're going to get to um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Holy shit. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I mean, so uh, we didn't talk about the previous week's episode. So, I mean, maybe we should, you know, kind of like tiptoe on that a little bit and then we'll dive into uh, episode four. Yeah. I mean... Well, what were your, what were your opinions on, on the previous week's episode? Cause I have a couple. I think they've spent a lot of time for a story. They spent three episodes on a story to do most of the action in, in the last three, but I don't know where it's going and it doesn't make sense. Like I know where it's going. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me rephrase. I don't know where it's going, but I want to find out because it's not making sense yet. Okay. Everything that's happened thus far is obviously leading to something bigger, but I want to know what it's going to do moving forward. Right. Yeah. I so like the previous episode was the one where they um they broke uh what's his face out of jail. There. Baron Zemo. Yeah, Baron Zemo. Thank you. So I mean they kind of made that look a little bit easy. You know, like if I was going to pick some nits, that's one that I would pick apart. Like apparently breaking someone out of that jail, not that difficult. You know, you can just walk out. So Yeah, and it almost seems like it's a supermax. So then, like, what the hell? And then apparently nobody really comes after you, you know, like yeah. for, for weeks. So that, that, that was a little tough to get behind. Um, I don't know. I just wasn't, I wasn't too stoked on the whole episode. It was okay. I don't know if I was going to rate it, I'd give it like maybe a six just because it was kind of like meh. but um... yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. it. It's, it's a lot more engaging than WandaVision was for sure. There's a lot more going on. You know, the it, it's, it's 
much more broad in scope, you know. But any, well, you know, the hell with episode three. Let's just go right into episode four because it was pretty sweet. I wholeheartedly concur with you on that. Um, it, and shocking I, too, which we'll get to. Yeah, uh, it left me like, oh wow, I, this is weird, yeah. especially because or I have talked about like the toy leaks and everything so i don't know i I don't know how they're gonna you know bring it back from where it is it was good it was cool like they, they're they're going after carly and they're trying to talk her you know down mm-hmm. spoiler alert uh and yeah, it just seems alert. that john walk it just seems that john walker is there to screw everything up yeah yeah uh, I- he he's definitely he's he's overconfident and not confident enough all at once you know um and i want to give uh i want to give wyatt russell some credit because he's doing a really good job playing that role because it's not like that's a complicated character you know what i mean especially knowing that you have to try and fill you know cap's shoes right not that you can but you know what i mean yeah i mean he's He's clearly conflicted about what he has to do. You know, he, he, he's got to follow orders. He's got to follow rules. Uh, he thinks he's a badass, but, you know, he gets put in his place pretty quickly by um, the Wakandans that showed up. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. like, he re- you know, and, and, and which, which, you know, seeds him with a bunch of self-doubt, which, you know, kills the confidence that's been building up for the past couple episodes. So it's a hard role to play, I think. And also knowing that pretty much everybody's going to hate you. Yeah. It's funny because Wyatt Russell, he, I guess he's not on social media, but he, he has obviously is connected by way of his, you know, agent and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. uh, I I guess he's like I want you to hate my character. Like I totally understand where it's going and like how you need to because I am not supposed to be, you know, Captain America. I'm not supposed to be Steve Rogers. I it's what happened in the comics. The exact same like feeling you got about John Walker in the comics is the exact same way that you do people are doing in the TV show. Right. Um so I, I think that's cool. Like there are people, I guess, sending like death threats to, to Wyatt Russell. Yeah. I, I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, let, come on, let's get real. It's just a TV show. It is just a, we live in 2021. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. Yeah. I know. Like the, the crazies have gotten crazier, <laughs> but um, I, I like a lot of the, a lot of the scenes in this in in this episode were really good. I liked the interaction between Sam and Carly when Sam was trying to like you know talk some sense into her or at least you know get to the bottom. And what I really liked is when he said the line of you know like I I agree with your fight, but not how you're fighting it. Yes, you know that that shows you that there's a there's a much grayer line between the good guys and the, the, the supposed bad guys, you know? Um, yeah. Because I mean, what, what are the flag smashers trying to do ultimately? Like, are you level... asking because you don't know or no? I mean, well, I like, I, I do kind of know, but so like when everybody went away during the blip, the world came together and people that didn't have houses or have money. Right were suddenly made to feel like there's some semblance of like togetherness and all this stuff. Yeah. And as soon as half of the world's population, half of the universe came back, the they everybody like came back to whatever house they were living in and and you know for 5 years people were living on an a surplus of food. They didn't have to make as much food as they did because yeah. 3.5 billion people weren't there and it's not like the money went away you know the people went away so there was there's more resources you know it it, yes and and so yeah all these people come back and you know it throws everything out of balance like it reasserted poverty exactly right and 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 um so basically the flag smashers you know in a way it's kind of um you know they're, they're they're socialists i guess you could say 
Um, they're just trying to make it so everybody gets the same thing, but they're they're killing people in the process, and that's not how you should go about it. Yeah, exactly. That's not cool. Um, the way that they're that they're doing it by using force and violence, um, you know, that anybody with a brain knows that's not how you're going to actually accomplish those goals, and and that's what Sam is trying to explain to her, you know, um, and. Yeah, I just thought that was really it was really interesting, and and, and you know to uh, to see them kind of talk it out. Yeah, and then obviously Captain Dickhead came in to ruin it. Right. <clears throat> yeah, Captain Killjoy. Um, but honestly, like that whole scene, the the action in this episode was amazing. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it like there were a couple of times that i i was just like jaw dropped at the action because it was really good yeah it was great um the the fight scenes were were you know really exciting and uh not boring either you know we've been through what 21 movies now and and 10 11 years of of you know superheroes punching each other and you know yeah when you put it like that it, it you can see how it would get pretty pretty stale pretty fast and uh um, yeah they still they still keep it interesting and i you know i didn't give um falcon a lot of credit in the mcu because he really wasn't featured very much he was a tertiary character so yeah um, i was about to say that is they, they've expanded on his character quite a bit obviously in these yeah. four episodes and it's it's cool because he it kind of seems like he's going to be the peacekeeper throughout Right. And what well, moving forward anyways. I like his um you know, I like wow. I like his fighting style. You know, like that's something that you didn't really get to they didn't, you know, he, there was no focus on his fighting style a lot in the MCU, you know, like okay. He, I mean there there wasn't a whole lot of scenes with him fighting, but he's he fought the same in the movies than he does in the show. Right. He used, tends to use the jetpack to get like ridiculous kicks in. Which, yeah. I mean you, you come at somebody mock too you're gonna smash your shin well yeah <laughs> into exactly pieces i mean um you know that but that's basically how tony stark fought you know tony stark wasn't a superhero he just had an awesome amount of technology behind him to make him super powerful and super strong yeah it wasn't but the, him. his his suit made him just as strong as thanos right but it was the suit you know so like the suit was doing all the really all the punching and the kicking and, and, and impacts and all that stuff. So I thought it was, you know, it's neat to see Sam using the Stark tech in a similar way, you know, although, yeah, he's more exposed, you know, clearly he can't pull off the stuff that, you know, Iron Man would. Yeah. But I, which is all, yeah, it's just, he's very exposed and you're surprised at like, yeah, I'm not dying when he should have. Yeah, quite often. Exactly. You know, it's not like he's wearing armor. Uh, you know, one stray bullet, and and it's 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 toast. But um, uh, and and also, you know, we can't forget about Bucky. You know, I love seeing the the fight scenes with Bucky because you know, the the super soldier aspect of it is it, it's it's so cool to watch. You know, jumping up flights of stairs and 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 stuff like that, and yeah, I I, I love that. Yeah, that all being said, like I want kind of want to shift away and talk about like Baron Zemo a little bit. Okay. I I don't know what his game plan is. You can't. I can't tell. Like every time you think he's gonna do one thing, he does the complete opposite. Right. Right. Like like the super soldier serum, I swear to God, I, I, I was like, he's going to take it. Mm-hmm. And then he smashed all of them. Yeah, that completely surprised me. I, like, why the hell wouldn't he just reach down and snatch at least one, you know? Yeah, I like. Yeah, it, it just like what what did that what did that ultimately do? And what is his motive? You know? Yeah. It's I, I, I'm sure we're gonna find out what happens. Did the Wakandans take him at the end of the episode? No, no. he got away. 
Yeah, he went down the uh, the drain, the the manhole size drain that was conveniently placed in the uh, next to his clawfoot tub. Yeah, a, a bit a bit of strange architectural design right there. So, who wants to have the sewer running underneath their house like that? <laughs> it's um, gotta be the weirdest noise. Like, I don't know why my brain went there, but it, all I can think of is like you can hear water running at all times. Right. Yeah, that would drive me bananas. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like, which next leads us to talk about John Walker being Captain Dickhead. Yes. Yep. Uh, he snatches a, a super, good old super soldier serum mm-hmm. and doesn't but tell he, anybody. Yeah, but he held on to it, you know, and that kind of go that ty- that that goes back to what I was saying earlier about his, um, you know, how he's conflicted. He didn't use it right away. He sought the advice of his friend. You know, and his friend straight up was like, "Yeah, you should probably. You, I, I, if I were you, I would do it. You are Captain America, right?" Although and I thought it was, I thought it was kind of funny how he was like, "You know, oh yeah, it'll make it. It makes you know you more you." He's like, "Oh, you make great decisions in the heat of battle or in the heat of the moment," and it's like, not according to the past couple episodes. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, clearly he had some blinders on to to reality. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean it, the, the serum clearly did exactly what it was advertised back in, you know, the first Avenger. Yeah, it, it it's, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Well, um, I mean, like, it takes all of your emotions, it takes all your characteristics and like cranks them up to 11, you know, to use a spinal tap reference. So we go to 11. Yeah. This one goes to 11. Um, so like, yeah, it, 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 he became more compulsive. He became more angry. He became, you know, obviously stronger, better, faster, stronger, all of that. Um, I just went straight to Daft Punk. Oh yeah. Why not? You know, (laughs) sure. But yeah, like I, at first, I, I didn't think he took it. I thought he was just being a douche when he ran through that door. I was like, sure. You couldn't just open it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, he's got the vibranium shield. It's, you know, just charge right through that thing. I could That's run through what, a my, hollow my wife door. Is like, my wife's like, oh, is he being extra? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the door latches. Just walk through it. Yeah. And, and then you obviously you find out you see him kick somebody through an entire room down a flight of stairs yeah and like bend the pipe in half i think that's when yeah. uh, i think that's when bucky sam was and bucky, like hey yeah like that's hey i can do that um yeah so the guy that he so, okay so so his friend what what's his friend Bef- before we okay. go to that yes i think the turning point for him to take the super soldier serum was the fact that they got their ass kicked by the Wakandans. Mm-hmm. Cause and the last thing he said before he took it was they're not even super soldiers. Exactly. Right. It, it, that was, that was awesome. By the way, my wife was like cheering, you know, when they showed up um, and, and like really thoroughly handed them their own asses. So. I also want to know what that's, whole scene is going to do with like Bucky's relationship with them because it didn't necessarily end on good terms. Right. It didn't, the scenes didn't really start on good terms either, you know? Um, yeah. The, you know, cause he got rehabbed. That was kind of neat to actually see his, a little bit of his therapy, you know, not the kind of therapy that we saw earlier in the season, but, you know, the kind of like rehab sort of work that, that they were, you know, putting him through. Yes. Um, But yeah, I can only imagine, I mean, we were never really told one way or the other though, if they, their relationship was one of friendship or if it was one of tolerance, you know, like I'm going to tolerate you instead of, I I guess so, but they they gave him uh, like a moniker. They gave him the name White Wolf. You you don't give somebody a name like that and not think of them as family. Sure, you know what I mean, yep, yeah, I see that. 
they they definitely like broke him back into him and made him want to be the guy that he was back in the 40s right now one thing that i was wondering is like do you think bucky knew that he his arm could get detached or do you think that was a total surprise because he acted shocked but he very casually just like popped his arm back on like it surprise motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) that's your answer (laughs) steve got a soundboard so everybody get ready for that (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah all right i'll go i'll go with surprise i'll go with that yeah he he definitely was real confused Mm -hmm. and it, it just yeah, it was it was a scene that you weren't really expecting. He kind of just loses his power. Right. Right. His double-armed power. I mean, he's still a super soldier. Yeah. He, yeah, but like it yeah. It it was it was a cool like whole scene. Mhm. To answer the question you were asking before I stopped you and went backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hoskins uh name is Battlestar. Yes. I don't think he had any type of uh No, there's um, nothing special about him. He was just Captain America's right-hand man essentially, you know. Yes. Um, you know, they obviously they were in the military for a while together so they knew each other really well. There was a I'm guessing a long relationship between the two of them as far as being friends and everything, you know. Uh Oh um, from what I understand, obviously they're changing in the show, but he did get the Super Soldier Serum in the comics. I'm looking oh. up on the Marvel fandom. Yep, a former soldier, um, Lamar Hoskins and his friend John Walker subjected himself to the power broker after leaving the service. John became a costume political agitator called the Super Patriot, while Lamar lurked, worked as a bold urban commando, the Buckies, who staged attacks on Super Patriot during his rallies to support for his brand. Okay. Uh, so they <clears throat> they ended up opposing each other. At one point, yes. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, Sam, Bucky, uh, Cap, and uh Battlestar. Yeah, Lamar. They go chasing after Carly and her, you know, adoptive mm-hmm. family. So, you know, a fight ensues. All of our heroes get their asses kicked. And Lamar dies, right? I think so. I, I don't I, you it leads you to believe that, but like sure. If they're gonna do anything with the comics, I don't think he's gonna die. Right. You know, which drives you know cap into a rage and straight up murders somebody in a town square with hundreds of cameras on him broad daylight come back from that buddy yeah no restraint lots of malice and that was shocking that was probably the biggest holy shit moment i've ever seen in in marvel yeah i mean it was yeah it it was it was it was a massive, you know, WTF. So, like, I remember... Like, not not we, that... It's the fact that he just, like, the last part scene you saw is him holding the shield and they're just... It's covered in blood. Covered like, in he, blood. Like, he, like, quartered that dude. Yeah. Yeah. It, he... he it, it wasn't enough for him just to, like, knock him out or really hurt the guy or whatever. He, like, completely massacred him in a town square. You know, and then just stood there and I don't, I couldn't read the emotion on his face, but it looked like he didn't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. He looked, almost looked like non-apologetic and happy. Yeah. Like pleased with what just happened. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, you know, just the symbolism too, you know, the, the, the shield, you know, the shield just drenched in blood you know like you couldn't get more you know uh opposite to steve rogers in that scene that's what i was talking about earlier is like i want to know how they're going to come back from that like it's they already leaked toys that he is u.s agent oh okay this was 
the be, before the show even started is that they leaked toys that he was U.S. agent. He just straight that whole scene happened. Like he's gonna get court martialed. You like I? Oh yeah. What, what's gonna happen? What is gonna happen? What's gonna happen? You know, now we have a super soldier, another one. You know, uh, who's going to clearly end up with his own agenda after this? And, yeah. So and, maybe they are going with that whole like opposition thing and it's not going to be lamar hoskins either way i do want to say that i i am like pleasantly surprised by both wyatt russell's performance so far yes he makes an excellent good bad guy yes and the girl that plays carly her name is aaron kellyman yep. she's amazing yeah she's really good I, she she was excellent in solo um she played Enfys nest in 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 solo and i could tell even though she had you know a, a pretty brief amount of minutes on screen you know she delivered this whole very uh emotional speech about like the beginning of the rebellion and 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 standing up for what's right you know in a way kind of a similar a similar character um to what she's playing in in this show and i knew you know right from there i was like okay she'll be one to watch she'll yeah watch hopefully this will do something to her career yeah. once you're in the mcu you're usually pretty set yeah i mean you've got some form of job security so long as your character isn't <laughs> completely killed off and even then uh, even then who you know <laughs> you could throw that out the window too because pretty much everybody that dies comes back so not everybody well they they, they had a uh they did that a lot with marvel back in the day but they they stopped doing it around ultron yeah they they killed off pietro sorry yeah pietro and he never came back other than you know that whole like side story in wandavision well right that, but he wasn't well, that, really back that's what i mean though you know is yeah. that you know as an actor not a character necessarily yeah, true i get i get what you're saying yeah, I mean, you'll get called back for flashbacks, probably. Like, I wouldn't be totally shocked if we didn't see some new scene in some movie or show that had um, Robert Downey Jr., you know, as part yeah, of, like, a flashback. I, I've read articles saying that he he's interested. He, if they make a call, he'll obviously, you know, reprise his role if they need it. That being said, um, <laughs> this is totally on on-off topic. Sure. Did you know that you can Airbnb the house that Tony Stark owned? Yes, I did. Yeah, Stacy told me about that, and uh, she looked it up, and it is nosebleed expensive. <laughs> but it's like that's like my dream it. house. That's my dream house. Let's do it. You kidding me? Like, I'll, yeah, sure, we'll do it. We'll take all of our tens of dollars, and we'll we'll, we'll go <laughs> we'll go rent that house. You know what? We'll start do- a Patreon. You listen yes. to us. You you get us in there. Yep. We'll yep. we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out at the end of the episode from, yeah from from the airbnb yeah uh, well we'll send you a personalized video definitely not okay um all right so well let's let's wrap this let's let's wrap this little discussion up right here you know we're we're four episodes deep we only have two episodes left i in a way if i was to throw in you know a negative comment at the show um it's they've spent 60% of the their their screen time setting stuff up. They you do know, a lot of walking. There's a lot of walking. And 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 Falcon can fly. Why? <laughs> I feel like I feel like um you know, they've got a lot of ground to cover in these last two episodes. Obviously. Who the hell's the power broker, you know? Uh is it what's her face there, you know, it, it, uh What's her friggin' name? The blonde chick. No, I don't think so. Yeah, right. I mean, but that's like one of the theories going I on. I do think the power broker is a girl. I'm not yeah. feeding into any hype like I did with WandaVision. I'm not making any speculation. But yeah. one of the actors or one of the directors or something said that there is a character that has not been seen in the MCU in the next episode. Yeah. And all speculation points to a blonde woman. But that's all I'm doing with speculation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, you gotta you, we gotta deal with uh, new caps issues. We we gotta deal with the the dead or not dead Lamar. You know, 
uh, Bucky and Sam's relationship moving forward. Is Sam going to be the new Captain America? Yes, of course he is. But when's that going to happen? Um, you know, uh, the, the flag smashers, you know, so they, they've got a lot that they need to tie up in two hours. Yeah. Roughly. So that, I'm curious it, to see if it lands. More, yeah. Unless some of the, the last two are longer, which I doubt. Right. So, but anyway, yeah, great episode. I think we both agree on that. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Before we go into other movies and stuff, I wanted to touch base on my, uh, my new computer. Right. Yeah. Okay. This thing is, uh, we, we talked about, you know, possibly getting one when we needed it. Former episodes, and we had talked about getting the M1s. Yep. Uh, the Mac Mini. Or we talked about get whether or not to get, like, an M1 laptop or an M1 desktop or whatever. Sure. I do not regret this purchase. Yeah, of This not. thing is beyond faster than any computer Mac that I've had in the last 15 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you would hope so. I mean, it's obvious, but right. I'm very surprised at, like, I looked at the Geekbench scores and, like, you don't see a 7,000 on an 8 gigabyte rammed compute spec computer. No. A- no. And that's, I do, like, photography and whatnot. And, like, I, I took some old pictures because I haven't touched anything in months. And I, you know, put it through the paces of the stuff that I would use it for. And, like, one of the things that I did was, um, masking like um spot masking like taking out like blemishes and whatnot and my 2013 iMac it took like five seconds for it to render and it usually rendered badly because the process was real slow Mm -hmm. this thing was like lightning fast oh yeah like less than a second and it's it looked good i mean for anything basically anything short of editing you know like 8k video it's borderline overkill you know like it's that powerful and it's that efficient it isn't even that it's powerful that you know i'll replace powerful it's that efficient it really is it's um you know it's an incredible advancement in you know computer technology and i you know i'm i'm really stoked to see what they're gonna do with it you know there's supposed to be an imac coming out um with an m1 chip and I'm guessing they're going to probably also come out with the iMac Pro, but that's just me guessing, you know, with like yeah. an M1X or something <clears throat> like that or whatever the hell they'd end up calling it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, this is going to be my daily driver for the next 10 years. Oh, definitely. And, and for anybody out there that thinks you cannot have a computer for 10 years, I'm currently recording this podcast on a 2009 iMac um yes i did re you know i replaced the optical drive and chucked in a 500 gig ssd that it's currently running on but it honestly runs fine like no lag boots up great unfortunately there are some applications that i can't run on it because it's that old however as far as performance it's it's fine you can you know that's why me and Steve gravitate towards the Mac ecosystem. It's just, it's reliable. It's steady. It, you know, it really does hold up in the long run. I'll and, put this into perspective. Yeah. Uh, before I started buying Macs again, because I had like, I had like a 2008, 2009 MacBook or MacBook Pro. Uh, I don't even remember when the line, Pro line came out. I, at one point, bought a asus windows laptop with like a touch screen i remember that yeah i still have it that thing has 12 gigabytes of ram an ssd in it it it, like i boot that thing up and it takes forever windows pushes out the next thing as soon as they can and the second you you buy something it's obsolete max Matt, Apple future proofs. They future proof for like years. Yeah, they really do. And that's I can that's why I'm gonna go back every time. Yep. Um, I'm never going Windows again. For for shits and giggles, the original MacBook Pro came out on January 10th, 2006. Okay, so I did it was definitely a MacBook Pro. Actually, yeah. 
been around for a long time. If it was silver, it was a MacBook Pro, basically. So we get it. We sound like Apple fanboys, but it's because we kind of are. And, you know, I'm going to, as far as like Steve's computer frying and shitting the bed, he bought that one secondhand off of somebody who knows how good a, you know, how well they took care of that computer. I bought it with cracks in the screen. Yeah. Like he, he knew, he knew what he was getting into that there could be an issue down the road. Um, and but, it still lasted me five plus years. Exactly. You know, exactly. So, and up until like the last, what, couple of months, the thing the was last still, episode we recorded. Yeah. The thing was running fine. You know, I, I just, the, the, I, I, either the video card or the logic board started going and I, I, I couldn't deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> it, not that I couldn't deal with it. Like the, the screen would flash, like what looks like TV snow from a CRT television. And that, that was one thing. And then a couple of times it would boot up from sleep and it would just freeze. And the only thing I could do was move a mouse. Right. And then the like straw that broke the camel's back was what I, I was trying to edit the last episode, which is why it took two weeks to come out with. I was trying to edit the episode and it logic died on me like six times. Mm -hmm. And I turned to my wife. I was like, I know I said I'm going to buy it when I have to, but it turned into me having to buy it. Right. So Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know. So like, you know, you basically, you got a computer that can outperform virtually anything else on the market. Including a Mac a, Pro. Including an Intel exactly, based Mac Pro. A lot of Apple's own products. all With and, Intel chips. And it lists for $699. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. So, so yeah. You know, Apple not, fanboys here. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag Apple, please sponsor our podcast. Hashtag they'll probably never hear of this podcast. I'm okay with that, but yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm still on the fence whether or not I want to get the Mac Mini or if I want to get a, a one of the Airs, the MacBook Airs. But um, we'll um, see. That's down the road. Coincidentally, I will tell you, the MacBook Air is just as good. Mm -hmm. My wife got one through her work. Yeah, is it an and, M1? Yep. Oh, geez. She got it through work and I've, I've, you know, helped her out setting it up and it's totally worth it. The thing is like ungodly light. Oh yeah, I know. Like it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, you know, I, since I've upgraded my internet um, situation at home and I get, I also upgraded my internet. Yeah, we both did. You know, I get good service now down in the basement. You know, I I, I could lean more towards a, a desktop. The dungeon. So, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. That's you know, I'm up and running now, so I'm going to put it off for for a little bit longer. Um, ongoing story. We'll update later. Yeah, exactly. We'll see what happens. But anyway, yeah. So uh, that's our uh, that's our uh, advertisement for the for the Apple Club. That was our tangent on <laughs> Apple for 15 minutes. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So, um, um, yeah. Before we move on to, um, our, our next, I want to butt in here. And so during my recovery from my injury, um, I took, I had to take last Monday off. I rolled my ankle over Saturday night. Uh, Sunday was Easter and then Monday, um, Sunday I went to urgent care and that's when I found out what happened and, uh, they advised me to take Monday off. So I did. And I, I basically, I stayed home and I watched three movies that I hadn't watched before. <clears throat> I watched, uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters, King of the Monsters. I watched Kong Skull Island and I watched Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong whichever order it goes in and um, I'm here to say they're all equally fine you know I'm hearing I love kaiju movies bad things about what? I'm hearing bad things about uh, God Kong versus Godzilla it was, but I'm also it hearing was good things ridiculous. I'm hearing I'm hearing that it's really good on action and if you're looking for a story don't even bother watching it but if you're looking for two monsters beating the shit out of each other oh it's, it's great it's good it's it's good for that yeah the story is all over the effing map literally and figuratively um and you, you know they're they're just completely living in fantasy land i mean yes okay kaiju movies giant monsters yes it's fantasy 
this goes beyond anything that you would expect um and and it's it was good you know it's a fantastic popcorn movie you kind of switch your brain off and just enjoy the the visuals you know um that being said we saw the 2014 godzilla movie together yes we did in the theater right yep yeah that Uh, was was excellent in that uh yeah briefly in the beginning like 30 minutes (laughs) yeah all right anyways spoiler alert he dies so um basically yeah i mean it it was good um of the four movies the original godzilla was the best um also as a another side note i watched um john favreau's chef is it everybody everybody should watch that movie it's it's sweet and i don't mean sweet like awesome i mean like it's a sweet movie to you know don't watch it with the kids it's rated r uh my father-in-law threw it on like while we were all hanging out at the house and my kids are running around and i'm like yeah okay this definitely got rated r pretty quick shut that off but (laughs) i finished watching it um also on monday i watched four movies in like 36 hours that was a lot of uh sitting on my ass so Yep. Huh. Godzilla versus Kong, entertaining and shit all at once. <laughs> um, I I should have started this off at the top of the episode. Go I ahead. have not been able to get a copy of the Transformers thing, and I don't. I'm not going to rent it. I'm waiting till I can get a, my hands on. Oh yeah, that's right. We were supposed to watch the animated um the animated movie. Huh. We'll go for it next week. All right, that's cool. Yeah, we could do that. I apologize oh. to anybody listening. I'm going to get a little bit emotional and sappy here. Um, with the with the exception of an extremely brief meeting in a parking lot, me and Steve haven't seen each other in person since uh, COVID broke out last March. And um, my wife just told me that next week we're going to drop by your house for a visit. I didn't even know this. You didn't know that, so I'm breaking it no. to you. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know what day. I don't know what day yet, but um, yeah, because uh, next week is uh, April vacation here in Massachusetts. So I am on vacation all week. You're on vacation all week. I am not, so I'll have to, you know, I'll have to work something out so we can uh, swing by. But um, yeah, so yeah, you know, I'm I'm wicked excited to come by. You know, I think that's if be, it's a day, great, that, and we could possibly get an hour to ourselves and record oh we could actually have our very first in-person episode yeah and that's it might gonna go be difficult little... gonna, it might go completely off the rails because it's <laughs> we're gonna have four children under the age of seven running around the house yep. so and three of them under the age of th- four <laughs> yeah okay so we're gonna we're gonna say maybe hopefully Tentative. probably not but maybe hopefully <laughs> Maybe or at least half of, an episode yeah we'll, something we'll, we'll try to figure something out so maybe maybe we'll have a uh uh outside fireside episode <laughs> oh that would be cool that would be cool. it would be anyways um yeah all right steve i think you've got a little something to that's right up your alley to talk about I had said something a couple of weeks ago that I had heard that they were going to drop something having to do with Ghostbusters soon. Yes. I got kind of sad that it wasn't didn't happen. And a month later, they release a promo. It's reignited everything. Everything I've ever wanted about this the series. And was, like was the promo actually is it just a that's not gonna be in the movie, is it? I do you want my theory? Okay, why don't you discuss what it, what what the promo is for anybody that has So the promo is it's actually kind of funny because it it loops right back into the MCU. Paul Rudd in a grocery store picking out a thing of ice cream. Baskin Robbins, okay. a facto Ant-Man. Okay. He goes down the aisle that has all the candy and and marshmallows and toppings for ice cream, and he you know picks out uh, I don't even know what he picks out, and he he walks by and he it makes the sound that it does in Ghostbusters one, 
and you start seeing a, a I didn't oh, pick sorry. up on the I didn't pick up on the sound effect. You you haven't watched it 175 times in 35 years, so <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you see uh, a package rustling and he gets closer and all of a sudden you see a mini marshmallow man pop out. Yes. I about lost it. <laughs> and so didn't the internet cuz like everybody's saying it's going to be the next baby Yoda. <laughs> oh god. I mean they're cute. I will say that they're cute. The funniest thing is, is like it immediately goes awry and it like bites his finger. And then the next scene is just chaos. They're burning themselves. They're cannibalizing themselves. They're putting yeah. one of them on a, on a s'more. The, the greatest one. I don't know if you noticed it. You probably didn't. Was it is, the grill? No. Oh, okay. It's, it, it was when they were holding one over the fire yeah. If you paid attention, there was one sinking in. Yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, they're on a grill. Oh, well, there's one sinking in with going down and his thumb goes up like Terminator. Yeah. I, I was oh my yep. god. Yeah. Which it's too good. And they're skewering each other. Like yeah. they're going on like hot dog like or marshmallow roasting sticks. Yeah. So all Great. of that led me to watch the trailer again. Yes. And I concocted my theory as to what's going to happen. Oh God! I, I think I'm I think I'm going to be somewhere close to being right. Okay. They already threw in the mini state puff marshmallow man. I honestly think that they're going to have something to do with the movie, and here's why. Rewatching the trailer, I noticed something that I never noticed in the first place. Okay. There there is a very short, short like blink and you'll miss it scene of a demon dog's hand on a car and it's a night shot so you don't really pay attention which leads me to believe that gozer is the main protagonist in the movie again you know i don't think that's very far-fetched i think i think you're you you could be right i think that's a realistic and the way um, that they're going to bring the mini state puff marshmallow man's man in is uh if you remember the first movie yes where gozer says this Choose. Choose the form of the destructor. Uh, Ray chooses the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yes. And then Gozer Chaos says the Traveler the... has come. Sure. And giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man ascends on New York City and tries to destroy the world. Yeah. I think that just to make it funny, the same thing happens and Ray thinks mini state puff marshmallow man <laughs> um i don't know i don't uh it's a long setup for what could be a very cheesy joke uh, how much did that movie cost <laughs> way too much money <laughs> but uh, honestly like it makes sense it's not far-fetched i mean it's out there obviously but it's like can it, why would they bring mini state puffs in there if it's not going to be part of the movie fan service yeah. in a in a promo doesn't really make sense yeah that that's coming from like a fanboy of ghostbusters mhm either way i'm way more excited than i am again yeah. I let me rephrase. I'm way more excited than I was before. Yeah, I mean it it was I'm glad that it reignited your uh enthusiasm for it cuz I know that you were kind of like, oh this movie's probably going to just end up sucking or you know, cuz it kept getting pushed out and pushed out and pushed out and pushed out. But uh, Yeah, that being said, something I didn't talk about earlier is um Bill Murray did an interview having to uh, I think he got an achievement award recently and he did an interview and they asked questions about you know the the new ghostbusters movie and he said that he thinks it's really good yeah like he he's very excited about how it is and it feels more like the original than the sequel did and that the girl movie did yep and it also said that it hurt him it, it was physically painful to shoot scenes for that movie because the equipment was heavy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's face it. Bill Bill Murray's not exactly a spring chicken. A spring chicken. So, um 
Yeah, I can I can see seventy years old. Holy shnikes. Right? Yeah. A national treasure. But um Dan Aykroyd is sixty eight. Yep. And for haha's I can't remember her, his name. Ernie Hudson. Oh. Everything about Uh-oh. that was just very sad. Poor Ernie. I no, I knew his wow. Yes. That man is seventy five years old. There you go. They say youth is wasted oh. on the young. Um, but yeah, I do yeah, I reignites my passion. Not that my passion waned or anything, but Well good. I digress. Good. I'm happy. That makes me happy. Lastly, have you seen the Loki trailer, the new one? Yep, I just watched it. I mean, so we're we're hitting an hour mark, so we'll we'll try to rip through this a little a little quick. But um, yeah, I did. I watched it. I watched it twice. I think it's going to be a good episode, and it it furthers your point that nobody stays dead. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. You get a you get another a, a new lease on life. You know, thanks to uh, the amazing retconny nature of comic book lore. You know. So and and everybody loves a, a who done it, and a, you know some kind of an origin story. So it definitely opened the door up to uh, to bring Loki back. But yeah, it it looks good. It it really does I, look. I good. like what they're doing with the whole thing. Like they're taking the timeline that he altered, mm-hmm. and the timekeepers, which is a, a part of you know the comic books. They're making him fix the timeline that he altered. But does that bring him back to the original timeline and he's alive now? Or does it end up with him dead? Yeah, you know what? I have a feeling this is going to be another one of these, you know, I'm guessing it's a standalone run of episodes and there's not going to be season two. So I think what you're going to see is Loki. Him coming to terms with being dead. Yes. Or dying. Yep, and I think he's going to die, and I think he's going to realize that he needs to die. You know, I, I'm really interested to see if if uh, he has a change of character. I mean, because he always towed the line of like, is he is he good? Is he not good? You know, I get it. Between like mass murderer and 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 hero, almost like an anti-hero, but not not quite as dark. You know. Um, no, he was pretty dark. He, well, yeah, he, he was brought pretty the dark. Chaturi to New York. Yeah. To, you know, take over everything. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, precisely, you know. Um so it, it Chitauri, looks good. not Chaturi. Yeah, the Chitari. I'm I'm really excited about the fact that it takes place in what looks like the seventies. Um, you know, I think there's gonna be a pretty good vibe um visually on the show so and and you can see that this is going to be another one of those big budget the movies i mean the the money is on the screen you you know a lot of green screen action uh, a lot of special effects so it you know again another aspect we we had super character driven and focused stuff with wandavision we had the the um the buddy buddy kind of you know vibe of falcon and winter soldier and now this is getting more into the supernatural which we we haven't really seen yet in these you know disney plus uh you know shows so pretty i'm pretty excited to see how they handle that yeah i i definitely i'm i'm excited to see where this goes i'm just happy that from now until the end of the year we have nothing but Marvel on Disney Plus weekly. Oh yeah, and it, it, there's no like stop in between. There may be like a couple of like yeah, a um, couple of weeks for a bit of a breather and discussion, and yeah, where where you get to like get the behind the scenes. That's what they did with WandaVision. I don't know if that's what they're doing with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but still, like it, it's cool. Like we get this and then this and then this. Like by the end of the year, we're gonna have Shang Chi. We're gonna have the Eternals. We're gonna have spider-man no way out or no way home sorry yep and it's just it's what a time to be alive yeah it's great it's great Um, it's definitely going to be i think it's it's going to be a good year for for us you know nerds so hashtag nerd life 
Yes. Um, before we close this out, okay. If Owen Wilson does not give me at least one, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to completely disown Marvel for letting that not happen. You're not going to, but yeah, <laughs> it would be. Uh, I don't I, know. I, I mean, you know, it's funny because like Owen Wilson is such a character, and they're not telling him to do anything other than out of the Owen, ordinary. Yeah, I mean, it's right in his wheelhouse. You know, he's a very typecast actor, and he, I think, he looks perfect for for what he's doing. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm switching it up. Before we would. Uh, we would tell you where to find us at the beginning of the episode. You you know where to find us, but you know, for anybody who's new, Frank, tell them where they can find us. All right. So you guys, uh, you know, if you, if you dig what we're, what we're doing here, we're on Instagram, uh, at nerds of unusual origin and, uh, we're on Facebook. Um, so you can find us there. Obviously, you know, you're listening to us on the, on whatever, uh, podcast platform you prefer and and do us a favor give us a review that really helps out with um analytics you know, with with our analytics and 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 boosting our our reach and uh you know and and share you know share it with your friends let them know say hey you know these two nut jobs you know are talking about the stuff that we like and uh you know you know just uh help spread the word a little bit so we we know that there's some listeners out there we see you guys around the country so you know, let's uh let's keep the train rolling. That was a good one. I uh, uh good 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 stuff, Frank. I thank you. <laughs> um yeah, I, I mean we're not the best at being uh, engaging with our social media, but I, I hope to change that coming up. Like I wanna start posting trailers of the things we're talking about and, right. and stuff and you know, get get the ball rolling on yeah, you know we're we're you know we're we're a little new with this, and obviously I think it shows. And but uh, you know I, we hope you guys you know stick around and and uh, and grow with us and 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 uh, and hang on. And um, you know we're we're we both you know what it comes down to is you know me and Steve really love doing this, and we we love uh, what we talk about, and uh, we hope you guys do too. So yeah, and I think we're starting to find our footing. So yeah, I mean, it, for it's, sure, it'll it'll be good. I, I enjoy that you guys are, you know, sticking around, listening to us. Yep. Even if we're boring. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, if, uh, you know, eventually we'll get more. Uh, eventually we'll start, you know, telling funny stories of, you know, us being friends for the past eight years. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We've, we've, uh, we've been through some things. So uh, it'll be pretty yep. cool to, uh, to, to dig into that a little bit. So. Hmm. But anyway, you know, we always close the episode out with a uh, with a few recommendations. Um, so, Steve, uh, what would you like our our awesome listeners to check out? So, somebody brought to my attention that a record label came out with a tribute to Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory is one of my favorite bands. Oh, let me rephrase that. Newfound Glory is my favorite band. Um, uh, spoiler alert. I had Newfound Glory help me propose to my wife. Uh, it was pretty legit. Yeah, it was pretty legit and extremely uh, awesome. I, I got four personalized pictures asking my wife to marry me. Obviously, she's my wife, so it happened. <laughs> but, it, yeah, um, there's 30 songs on this thing. Like, there's 33 songs, 32 songs, and I'm, not all of them are good. But they're straight up like metal covers. Nice. Yeah. And, and like it's legit. I go check it out. It's uh it's just called um Pacific Ridge Records, a tribute to Newfound Glory. I will have to check that out. I, I you need to. Uh what do you have to recommend, Frank? Alright, so I was perusing the internet the other day and I came upon this awesome t shirt. Um and it's Neil deGrasse Tyson holding a T-shirt of Neil deGrasse Tyson saying, y'all motherfuckers need science. And I love that shirt. I think it's great. I want to get one. Um, it's a, let's see, the Etsy seller 
is White Bunny Shop, which is a, a you know, it's a name. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, go check it out and uh, get one of those t-shirts because I think it's hilarious. I'm finding this right now. Yeah. And and they're, uh, I don't know. Either, there's one of him doing the, we all, you got a badass over here. Uh, same thing. Yeah. Uh, this this is pretty funny. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. The shirt is okay. I'm, you're talking about the same shirt, and I'm an idiot. Yeah. No. No. The <laughs> it's picture, a picture the of Neil deGrasse Tyson holding the picture of yeah. him doing the "We got a badass over here." I got it. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yes. I. I. I I do need this shirt. I may buy one. Yeah, I mean, some people may, might say, "Hey, y'all need Jesus." I agree with this one, though. Y- y'all need science, so yeah, funny uh, shirt. Yep. This has been Nerds of Unusual Origin. I'm Steve. I'm Frank. May the force be with you. <laughs>